Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thank you for joining us. Hope you had a good weekend and that you're back with us. Uh, so Oprah, she's been helping out in Maui, and she could be helping Brittany out. What's the story? Well, Morning, I Glory. thought, uh, what's that? Morning Glory. That's not my nickname. What's the story, Morning Glory? You're sh- you should no, say, I'm what's the saying. word, Hummingbird, back. Oh, well, you should have told me that. You should okay. give me a heads up. But instead, what I'm going to do is tell you that, um, Don, apparently we have advice to give because you and I have our own PR firm. It's called BDEPR. And our good friend Brittany Spears is in need of some advice. Why? I don't know if you got a chance over the weekend to see the video of Brittany Spears. <laughs> mm, yeah. Did you? Sure do you want to sure give did. listeners a rundown of what appeared in that video? Well, um, she bought a stripper pole. And she did all the stripper things. She's just wanting to, you know, show it all off. It's what she does. Yeah, to, to put it gonna... mildly, so if you haven't seen the video, it's. I wish I could play it for you on the radio, but you're not going to understand anything that you're hearing because it's just basically it's just, um, Aerosmith. It's just a Nine Inch, Nine Inch Nails, Nails song. Yeah. And it's, it, it includes Britney Spears on the poll, which she apparently bought... Um, um, X pole. She bought the X pole, and, and I have a friend who has one of those in their house. What's that now? A stripper pole. You have a friend who has a stripper oh. pole in her house. Yeah. Well, her you, husband you should it. get your friend on the phone because later in the show we're actually going to give uh talk about in detail the stripper pole. Mm. But we also know that Brittany has a memoir that's coming out. Yeah, she is. She's going to be. Yeah doing that we're not sure how it's going to go i pre-ordered the book uh and that that is coming out at a time when uh well we've all been wondering what's going to be in the book is she going to read the book like what's this going to be about well one of the things that typically happens when a new book comes out is there's a press tour and allegedly supposedly oprah is going to be doing a sit-down interview with um okay I don't think that's going to happen. Why don't you think that's going to happen? Because I don't think Brittany can put together um, sentences <laughs> that are longer than a paragraph that she's memorized for her Instagram. So you don't think she's going to do any press or you just think she's not going to do She's not going to do a sit down interview. That's too much pressure. Really? Yeah, I don't think that the she story, has the ability to do it. The story that I've read admittedly in tabloids on the Internet, so make of it what you will. Uh, indicated that all sorts of networks have rushed to her and her people and said, like, we want in. Here's our check. 
we'll give you this amount of money for us to be the, you know, single sit down interview. Apparently she hasn't made a decision yet or hasn't decided who she wants to talk to, but apparently Oprah is among those people. So from a PR standpoint perspective, what advice would you give Brittany? Who should she sit down with? You, You don't seem to think she will sit down with anyone, but let's say she did. Who would she benefit from actually sitting down and having a conversation with? Somebody who's going to throw her softball questions. Oprah is going to be too difficult. She's going to ask her things that she's not going to be able to articulate the answer. So I don't know if Oprah would want to, actually. Um, You don't think Oprah would want to sit down and talk to Brittany? I I don't think that she would want to put her through that. You really don't think Brittany could sit down and do an interview? No. I mean, interviews are edited. They can serve up softball questions in a way. Yeah, I don't think Oprah's that type of interviewer, though. You know what I mean? I mean, she so you might don't think she's going to do any press at all? Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't, I maybe I've just bought into the conspiracy theories, but I don't think that she has the ability to do that anymore yeah. and that's unfortunate but she that's why she only really communicates through her social media because it's something that she can control so i i guess that's possible i'm if, sorry i'm not yes anding you right now <laughs> what i would say is well i mean i don't care. maybe christina aguilera or a friend like have you know how they have um you know actors on actors they have other actors or singers interview people. Yeah. She might do that. I think she's going to have to do a sit-down interview. Who she does, though, I think she'd have to be very calculating. I actually think Oprah would be genius because I think the one thing I appreciate about Oprah is that she understands that she has to... Because when I look around, think about what Oprah did with Lindsay Lohan, for example. She was able to take Lindsay Lohan at a time when Lindsay was at arguably the lowest point in her life and somehow craft a reality show for Lindsay and then um, sort of walk her through that process. Now, Lindsay kind of like shot herself in the foot and didn't do herself any favors. But Oprah was able to approach her and actually, I think, come out of it looking better for having given Lindsay Lohan this opportunity. What I'm saying is I think Oprah understands what a Britney interview would mean and what Britney is capable of or not capable of doing. And she's not going to put Britney in a situation where Britney is going to look like a fool or incompetent or she's not going to give her questions that she can't answer is my point. Oh, meaning that, you know, everything would be edited in such a way that it would prevent or I think prevent, you know, the interview from looking like a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, What if she doesn't, I mean, I think that it would just be too juicy if she like got up and started like chasing butterflies or something like they would film that and they would be like, "Uh oh, she's lost focus. You know what I mean? I think that they would take advantage of that situation. You think Oprah would take advantage? Not Oprah. I mean, just like I think they could agree that showing the real person is the goal, you know, so I don't know. What do you, who do you think is the best person, Oprah? Yeah, no, I think Oprah, if you look around, I mean, if you had somebody like Hoda Kotb or, I mean, again, I think it would just have to be a very superficial interview. But if you want an actual sit down interview, I think. That's the only one she would do, probably. Yeah. If she she had to do something, I don't think she's going to be making appearances on 
the Today Show and the whole circuit. I just, I don't think she's going to do that. Well, then that begs the question for me, why is she doing a memoir? Because I, I, th- I feel like if you want to do a memoir, you have a story to tell. Mm. And part of telling that story is to get people to buy the book. And part of getting people to buy the book is to know that there's a story to tell. And how do you best do that? By sharing it with them. She probably knows or thinks that she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to do the press because yeah. it's it's going to sell itself. Well, I would sure. imagine the the book company and the publishers want her to sell the book. Ooh, I, I'm surprised that it actually is coming out, to be honest. I didn't think it was ever coming out, but I don't know. I mean, it would be best if she had to do an interview to do Oprah. I just, or maybe Meghan Markle can interview her. <laughs> just you think that. Meghan Markle would sit down with Britney Spears? Yeah. Why do you th- why do you think well, that? Well, that would be a good opportunity for her to show her chops as an interviewer. I don't know. And plus I'd be there for that. Cuz then Megan she, would probably start talking about herself a lot. Maybe if she was doing like a podcast <laughs> interview. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out uh because of course the book is coming out this fall. Uh when we come back, we are going to uh debate another very contentious issue, Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg. Actually, wait, no, we're not because Apparently, Mark Zuckerberg thinks this isn't happening, that the fight between those two isn't going to happen. We'll tell you why why. when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. It's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. Oh, it is so exciting right now. Olivia Weight Control Centers, they were just named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. I know I've been telling you too. Well, the results just came back and hey, they are killing it. That's three years gold, 14 years of changing lives, and they want you to celebrate with them. If you join today, you get three months free if you mention me. And these are all doctor-recommended programs. Uh, You could lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. That happened to me. And then I ended up losing about 30 pounds with Livia. And uh, they teach you how to not just get the weight off, but also how to keep it off. It's an amazing feeling, and it's just, I believe in them, and if you want to call Livia and get on on this three years gold, three months, three, 855-GO-LIVIA, or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Is the fight on or off? Gosh, we don't know if it's going to happen at all anymore. It's the adventures of Bradley and Don. My talk, 107.1. This whole fight that we never really wanted in the first place, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. I mean, people in the betting world want it, but it's kind of cringy, isn't it? I don't know. Bradley, what is Mark saying now? Apparently, uh, we don't have to worry about it because it's not going to happen. At least that's what Mark Zuckerberg has said uh, most recently, I think, as late as yesterday morning apparently he posted over on i don't know if you know this he has his own website oh. it's called threads uh-huh. quote i think we can all agree elon is not serious and it's time to move on <laughs> oh God, okay. i offered a real date dana white offered to make this a legit competition for charity elon won't confirm a date then says he needs surgery and now asked to do a practice round in my backyard instead If Elon ever gets serious about a real date and official event, he knows how to reach me. Mm. Otherwise, time to move on. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously. Okay, Okay. Mark. Now he's going to become a, is he going to fight like Jake Paul or something? 
people that take the sport seriously. Yeah, well, I, I thought that was uh, kind of cute because, like, I don't think anybody really is concerned about the sport, the serious uh, part of the sport, because really they're just uh, interested in a cage match between two tech billionaires. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you make of this response from Mark Zuckerberg, essentially quashing any idea that these two are going to, you know, I think that he's won the fight already because we all the world has seen Elon Musk like dodging and dodging, you know, any type of he wants ultimate control. That's why he doesn't want to do a UFC fight, because he wants to get people on X to watch the fight. And then Mark Zuckerberg's like, okay, well, we're putting it on threads, too. And so he wants to have ultimate control. And he isn't getting ultimate control. You're saying Mark Zuckerberg? No, no, no. I'm Elon Musk wants ultimate control of how it's publicized, how it's presented. Um, and that's a part of the stickiness here. We've all watched him dodge this saying now, oh, I need back surgery. You know, all of these excuses whenever Mark Zuckerberg has been training in his backyard with anyone that will spar him in the in the ring. So I completely agree, and I think that Mark Zuckerberg has won. Because it's clear, he Elon has shown the world that he keeps making excuses. Yeah, I think, well, at the end of the day, I think Mark was taking it seriously in a way that Elon clearly wasn't. And yeah. it's clear to me when I think of two pe- those two people, look, I don't know either of them, and most days don't care to think about too much other than, what the problems their social media sites present for us as a culture, uh, mm-hmm. not to think too deeply about it. But other than that, I'm just saying I don't really care about their celebrity most days. That said, I think it, it appears to me that Mark always took this a little more seriously because he seems like kind of an earnest character in a way yeah. that Elon just seems like he wants to you know, light fires and get attention as easily as he yes. possibly can. Yes, yes. Mark Zuckerberg... Um, it seems like somebody who takes everything seriously and he does everything a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. Which is why I think I would have put my money on him in the first place. Cause Me I don't, too. I think Elon doesn't probably have a very large attention span. And this was just an opportunity to like grab a bunch of attention, try to get attention for X or whatever it is that he's doing. Yeah. And he instigated it to begin with. Right. Wasn't it just like he called him out and said, let's fight? And he's like, all right, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, like, I, yeah honestly, I fight. don't even remember at this place. point because it's been so long. It's like, okay, really? Also, I know people want to watch because they just want to see the spectacle. And frankly, we haven't had a spectacle like this to watch. But mm-hmm. frankly, also, is that what we really want? Uh, I mean, when I, I just said I didn't want to watch it. And then I've been thinking oh, about totally it in the would. last three minutes. We totally would. I do. <laughs> I mean, if it were on, we would all be lining up and paying whatever fee necessary. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. You know, hopefully work would reimburse us because we wouldn't want to use our own money, but oh everybody God. else would be. When, no, they're not going to reimburse oh, us. Well, I'm going to submit my receipt. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not happening, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen at this point. No. I think when, when Elon's like, I have to have back surgery, otherwise I'm fine, you guys. It's like, okay. Yeah, I'll fight you in behind the schoolyard, but I wanted to fight you, except I have a doctor's note. I can't. <laughs> okay. All right. And if you do fight him and he loses, then he always has this opportunity to say, well, my back surgery just didn't, you know, I should have waited longer. Yeah. You know, and Mark's like, over there in the side of the ring going, okay. Yeah. And he'll be fight. I'm sure he'll fight all sorts of people. Now, will they still donate money to charity? Because that's what they were going to do in all of this. Any kind of sale that would, I don't know. There was some charity involvement, wasn't there, Mike? Yeah, he originally said that all of the uh, proceeds from the pay per view were going to go to like Wounded Warrior pro- or like different yeah, sort of veteran veteran groups. Yeah. And I'm like sure mm-hmm. now, you know, that they will still donate to those causes. I hope they will. Well, there's no proceeds to anything, so I guess they could just make like an in kind contribution. Yeah, or get your checkbook ready. Get that checkbook out and write a check. Or maybe uh, Mark can find somebody else to kick around. Oh God! Who's it going to be? I don't know. Who he? Who, who really should cares? he fight? Who would we like to see him fight? That's in his weight class. I mean, I don't think he's in his weight class, but Bezos looks like he's ready to go. Oh yeah, he always he's ripped. Well, he's on some like you know, <laughs> HGH hormone, <Yeah>. hormone treatments. <laughs> yes. The two of them, him and his wife, oh. they every time I see photos of them, they're like all over each other <laughs> and, and more just and more look tweaked. way too like. Manufactured, manicured, manufactured. Yes, in, I'm not liking the word implanted. Whatever yes. word you're using, they just look very extra. Oh, I felt kind of bad because I was reading this article about how they're donating a hundred million dollars to the Maui Relief Fund, and I just kept looking at their plastic surgery work yeah, well, and the I'm, pictures. I'll take like, their Uh-oh. money, you know. Mm-mm. And frankly, that their money is our money. Because I would just like to all remind you that... Oh, Amazon, yes. Yeah, yeah we funded that. <laughs> yeah. That's our responsibility. Actually, that's a really good idea to get Bezos and Zuckerberg in the ring together, you know? What would be the impetus for one to fight the other? Because Elon wouldn't. And so then they can both make fun of Elon Musk and how they probably both think he's a D-back. And then full threat. Triple threat. Beat the crap out of each other. Or they could do like the family, you know, what do you call it? Tag team? Remember how they used to do tag team? You'd need a fourth then. Yeah. yeah. Well, who would the fourth be for Elon? He'd have to pair up Um, with someone. Ohani, the Reddit guy. Oh. Serena Williams' husband. All right. Ohani, what's his last name? Stay tuned for that. Hey, when we come back, Dawn's going to tell us all about Bethany Frankel's new idea for a show. Well, it's a show that was going to happen, maybe. And uh, we'll find out why it's not happening now. When we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here from my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, VLVDAutoWorks.com. Look, back to school season is almost here, which means let's make sure we're in tip top shape for the year ahead. It's going to get busy, and I've got just the help for you. Tom and his team right over at Boulevard can make sure that your vehicle is in tip top shape for whatever the year throws 
our way. I mean, you've been on the road all summer having fun. Let's bring the car in for scheduled maintenance or whatever else ails it. And uh, they'll take care of it in no time. In fact, when I drop off my vehicle, they have a courtesy car waiting. I've loved the experience. Every time I bring my car in for scheduled maintenance, I come back. They'll explain to me exactly what they've done in language I can understand. And my car will, or my car will have been washed. And it just feels great to get in behind the wheel again and on the road, knowing I'm safe and ready to go. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley say. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Hi, thanks for joining us. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Meghan Markle didn't have a good weekend, you guys. She was stressed out, according to page six. Um... She was wearing an anti-stress patch while Prince Harry is away in Asia, is what the title says. Uh, So she's just taking a stroll, and she knows that people are going to be taking pictures of her. Um, So this is really, this story is just, if you look at the pictures, you can find them on our show links page. She's scratching her head, and... She's wearing a, which they got to go through her whole outfit and tell us how much it costs, a camel-colored Max Mara coat. Uh, one of the sleeves is rolled up. So you can see this stress patch that's on her on her arm. This is like a little disc that you put on your wrist. I would say probably similar to, as far as what it's giving you, uh, to maybe something you'd wear for seasickness. That's the only... It looks like I... a scratch and sniff sticker. Okay. Remember those old scratch and sniff stickers we used to wear? Or oh, like wear. not wear, but uh, you wanted people to we smell used to scratch you. and sniff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically that size and it's like right on the inside of her wrist. I wonder what it does. I've never heard of one of these things before, but the um, article claims that it has to be because she's incredibly stressed out that her husband is away on a, we're not I'm he's he's doing things in Asia. He was in Japan. Uh, he's uh, doing something with his friend um, and she has taken care of her two young kids. And obviously she has her hands full. And so she must be stressed because of it. What? Excuse me. The woman can take care of two kids. It's not like <laughs> I think mothers out there that have like four kids are like, yeah, two kids. OK, just call me whenever you have more or like. What's the big deal? People do this all the time. You know, hi, single mothers. They're doing it all the time. So you're saying that the tabloids are calling her out for wearing the sticker like, oh, she's trying to show that she's stressed, but actually she's not that stressed. I think that they're presenting it as, look, we caught a glimpse of this stress patch that she didn't intend for us to see. But clearly, as you pointed out before the show, one of the wrists, the wrist that has the stress patch her coat sleeve is rolled up on that side, but not the other side. So she wants us to see the stress patch. Yeah, no, it's clear to me. So whereas, uh, you know, some on the Internet may uh, say, oh, poor Meghan Markle. She's so stressed. She needs stress stickers. And look at her. That's so obvious. Okay. I would say this is clearly product placement. And what's interesting is that these stickers remind me of something that our very own Gwyneth Paltrow sold. Mm. And we royally took to task back in the day because essentially and i don't i have a, i don't know the specific sticker in question although there was a whole article online about the guy who 
the CEO of that company, and I just didn't get time to read it, and I honestly don't care. But (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow, frankly, was selling these stickers on Goop that alleged to help with, like, health issues. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, stickers can't help with health issues because if they did they would be prescribed by your doctor. So it's not like a nicotine patch where there's some active drug in these things. They're literally stickers. So there's nothing. No way. There's nothing in it? Yeah, no, these aren't. Okay. Well, a pack of 20 discs costs $80. A set of 100 discs retails for $400. This is on the New Calm website. Um, and... It's, um, yeah, it seems like pseudoscience. So my point was just to say that the reason likely she was photographed in the sticker is that there's some sort of product placement happening. SponCon, you know, that's very common with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, with, you know, uh, Nick Jonas, Priyanka Chopra, also I think Meghan Markle. And so it should then be no surprise that our very own Enti lawyer, that's the guy who writes a lot of blind items that we read, uh, he tweeted Yesterday, if you and put a picture of her with the sticker saying, if you don't think this is an intentional product placement by (laughs) Meghan Markle, then ask yourself why one cuff is normal and the other has been purposely bunched up to expose the stress release sticker at the perfect angle for the called to be there paparazzi. Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah. So, again, it just seems like it's probably more likely to be a SponCon thing. And even, like, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt and say it's not SponCon. It's totally of that, like, lifestyle of, like, I'm going to wear this calming sticker, which, great, you know, I mean, if if it makes you feel better, who am I to tell you not to do it? Right. But I also get a little bristly around those kinds of things because yeah. I feel like people are going to spend their hard-earned money on things that aren't backed up by science. Mm, yep, yep. I know exactly what you mean. So I, I'm i looking on this website of, yeah, I'm not going to get into this too much about what it says it does. We just um, both are in the thought that it's really not going to do anything. There are a lot of other things if you're stressed that you can do. But why would she want to let people know that she's stressed? Or is it just because she's being paid and we don't know? Well, yeah, she I, never I think actually, it's product placement. I mean, she you never know. has to actually speak about it. That's the great thing about this is that all she has to do is wear it and be seen wearing it. She doesn't have to come out and say, you know what? When I get stressed by raising my children, <laughs> I wear these patches. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. Remember when she was uh, getting together with Gwyneth Paltrow a lot and people yeah. were like, oh, they're oh, for trying sure. to. I would look for the connections the between group. these two. For sure. They're, they are essentially neighbors. I mean, not really, but they both live in Montecito. Yeah. Yeah. And, and are in similar circles. Was her old blog, yeah. lifestyle blog. And there was talks that she was going to bring that back. And she's getting together with Gwyneth to ask her advice. So maybe when this you is see her things like thing. this, I would say start digging because it probably won't take you long. To start connecting the dots, a.k.a. stickers. Yeah. Um, it, I I get really bristly as well whenever products talk, talk about um, people that have um, something like an autoimmune disease, for instance, or cancer. Because on their website, they say yeah. anybody with cancer, cardiovascular issues, MS, ALS, Parkinson's, you can definitely. And then they go on and on. Concussions, addiction, 
I mean, you can. Oh, Asperger's, apparently. Um, Man, it's like this basically is the way to cure everything. So take that pipe, put it in your pipe and smoke it. The sticker. Yeah, no, it's a sticker. I I don't (laughs) think most people would find that to be a worthwhile treatment for cancer or um, any of another other ailments. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how do we, why is everybody making such a big deal about him being gone? Like it's his way to escape Prince her? Harry? Yeah. Like they're not having, they're not doing well right now. Don't you just so, think it's a matter of, frankly, anytime they're not in the same place, they can use that as an opportunity to be like, they don't like each other. I mean, anything that allows them to print a headline that, and again, tabloids print a headline, because mm-hmm. I don't think most people think about it very deeply. That anytime they give them up an opportunity to say like there must be uh, stress in paradise, right? Right, that sells headlines for them. Totally, yes. Now, page six also, they did post an article about um, you know whenever he was in the aviators with his friend um, Ignacio Nacho Figueres. Mm-hmm. Um, they posted, they captioned, he said, "Shopping for our wives." That's what they put on their Instagram post. So it's like nothing to see here. We're not fighting. We're just shopping for our wives. Yeah. It's- I, don't, I mean, I don't think there's anything. Again, who knows what's really going on behind the scenes. But I think a lot of this is essentially just the tabloids looking for. I mean, what else What else can they write negatively about them right now? Yeah. It's right? just they don't have anything down, else. Right. On everything. Yeah. So- and it's not to say they don't have marital problems. Guess what? All married couples do. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like something that everybody goes through. And if you have a perfect relationship, please write a book and tell people how to do it. I don't think there's an answer out there. So I hope she isn't stressed anymore. And maybe she's getting that money, honey. Uh, when we come back, on, we are going to finally get to Bethany Frankel. I um, got us a little bit ahead in the lead up to the last segment saying we were going to talk about Bethany Frankel pitching a TV show to Bravo just a few months before she decided to sue them. Do you have all the latest on that story? Mm -hmm. I sure do. Fabulous. Will you give it to us on the other side of this? I will. Right here on my talk one Oh seven one. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at your boat club. Oh, we have loved our summer on the water. Thanks to the folks at your boat club. They make it so easy. You guys, they literally take care of all the hassle. You just show up and have fun on the water with your family. They've got bunch, a bunch of options for you to get out on the water. And with over 30 locations across the, stra- uh, across the state, every trip is a new adventure. They've also got locations in Illinois and Wisconsin. You can do single and multi-day boat rentals. We signed up for a trial membership this year. I have never driven a boat in my life. And in a few short weeks, I learned everything I needed to know. The orientation was great. The staff and the team at your boat club have been very helpful in getting us out on the water. We have had so much fun together as a family this summer, thanks to your boat club. You and your family can still get on that journey as well. Enjoy what's left of this beautiful summer and fall as well. Think about fall colors on the water with your boat club. That's yourboatclub.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Bethany Frankel, he has launched a war on NBC Universal and Bravo, if you don't know, with claims that reality stars are manipulated, applied with booze, the victims of revenge porn. I mean, she has gone after 
Bravo and NBC Universal with an actual lawsuit. And now, some people pointed out and noticed something, though, that I wanted to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. She is really going in hard on Bravo, but just six months ago, she was pitching them a show. Oh, so maybe. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, that's interesting. What do we know about that show? Um, that show was going to be based in Connecticut. It was going to follow rich Connecticut families and their children. Most notably, Susan Sarandon's daughter. So this is going to be sort of like a real, not real Housewives, but it's, you know, Real Housewives of New York follows. We all know the story of Real Housewives. Yes, it's kind of the same formula, but she wants to really hone in on Connecticut. And, you know, Connecticut, when you think of Connecticut, a lot of people think of, People that go to New York City to work, and mm-hmm. then they live in Connecticut. Yeah. Like, they come into the city to work, and they have tons of money. It's a state, really, that has, I don't know if they've done any research on that, but probably a lot of, a lot of millionaires. Yeah, well, I think that's where Martha Stewart lives. Yes. Yeah. It's a very picturesque, beautiful place to live, close to the city. So, it really is curious that six months ago, she pitched this new show, and it was going to follow these families, but... They put it on the shelf. So they're like, not right now, but we're definitely interested in this type of show. So they said, not right now, Bethany, but are they going to take her idea? What She's obviously, maybe she's bitter. So you're saying she did this, uh, uh, she proposed this show. They told her, no, not yet. That doesn't seem like no, no. Mm, mm-hmm. So if she was just bitter that they turned her down and she didn't get what she wanted, which I think is the implication you're putting out there, mm-hmm. that she then decides to sue, that seems like maybe a bit of a stretch. But it is also weird that she would work closely with them six months ago and then, you know, be a part of this. Like if she had that thought in her head at the time, yeah. you'd think maybe she wouldn't be pitching work, right? Yeah, and it just seems weird that it's lined up this way. Um, now, it does say in this article that Bravo in general, they were theoretically interested in the comings and goings of Westport, Connecticut's most nepolicious residents. So it's not like they weren't interested in the topic. Did you say nepolicious? Nepolicious. Oh my God, I love that word. <laughs> Well, you can thank page six for that. So, you know, she was really hoping to get things going again. She's had her two very, very own spinoffs um, from on on the network. And so I'm sure she probably went in thinking that it was a sure thing. Like yeah. this great idea. I even have Ava Murray 
involved, who's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Um, there are pictures of her in this. I don't even know her. Is she like a thing or is she trying to be a thing? She's trying to be a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, and, you know, that's probably the biggest star that she had involved that you would know. Like, oh, yeah, she would be the one on the show that's like, oh, that's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Yeah. And like, which it, is a reason to get people to watch, which is vaguely like the Real Housewives. Like these people are tan- tangentially connected to the rich and powerful, if not you know, part of their own family. Right. I think what set her off, and it could be that she's, you know, there is no connection between, like, her being bitter and then doing this. What kicked it off is the SAG after strike, and then the studios and all of us sort of just figuring out, like, reality TV isn't included in that. Like, mm-hmm. reality shows will probably be out this summer and into our, not this summer, this fall, and that's what you're going to see a lot of. Yeah. So, she... Started. I remember at first she was like, reality stars should not be participating in this. Like, you guys should also strike. Yeah. And people were like, well, okay, but not everybody has the You don't get the, the protections money. of the union. So I think it's a little much to ask them to abide by the, you know, strictures of the union. Right. The strike rules. It did seem a little bit like, okay, well, you know, people, not everybody is Bethany Frankel that has the funds I mean, what it seems like, at least with Real Housewives to me, is that you sort of see behind what they put out on on the show as how rich they are, Mm -hmm. you know, because then the tabloids start digging into how much money does this person really have and that it's a lot of keeping up appearances. Oh, yeah. And they need the show. They need to be on the show. That's why everybody kind of kisses Andy Cohen's butt you know when they get kicked off the show they always talk about it in terms of that they are being they're just like taking a pause they Mm. always say he told me that we're taking a pause we're gonna take a pause right now yeah yeah no yeah so uh there's a show in particular where they do these special like like mini series trips where they'll be at one person's you know, home in Connecticut for a week or they'll go to, you know, the Bahamas or something. And and Andy will grab a bunch of ones that are on pause and put them together. And there seems to be a lot of panic behind, like, are we going to get a show again? That's that's sort of like a topic that comes up a lot. So, oh, sure. I'm sure once you get in that universe, it's very hard to leave it. And people who, you know, get paused, you know, work very hard to get back in it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I will say this, you know, Andy Cohen, for everything we've heard about him, he lets them talk about their products on his shows. Yeah. Like he gives them the opportunity, not that any of these people deserve any type of abuse or anything like that. I'm just saying they do want to be on the shows. And a lot of people are like, hey, Bethany, quiet down there. Like we're not joining you. Um, So she's been trying to sort of get people on board with her like take down Bravo thing, and the other Bravo stars are like, no, I need this gig. Well, I was going to say they're working there. It's a yeah. little much to ask them yes. to like give up everything. I mean, again, you know, it's not that the aims might not be advantageous, mm-hmm. right, for the entire industry, but that requires, I mean, a union obviously is requires a group. You yeah. can't just have a union with one or two people. It's true. Yeah. So she's trying to gather people. And like we heard from the um, from some of the stars from Love is Blind, you know, they are also on board with that kind of lawsuit. Again, yeah. so this isn't a thing that she just made up herself. But um, I guess they reached out to 
uh, NBC Universal Bravo and about this show. And uh, they said that they, they? Uh, Bravo, a Bravo rep told page six, like, we don't comment on shows that were potentially in development, were in development. <laughs> So. Trying to get them to get on the record about this alleged project that Bethany Frankel is doing. Yeah, definitely. Or, uh, that she pitched, I'm sorry, six months ago. Yes, yes. Because that is a weird... Tw- she hasn't talked about it at all? Like, um, oh. No, I, this is just sort of like through a source, of course. Um, source, of course. Yes. They, well, who would the source be? The source would be Bethany. But I, I don't know if that would definitely well, i don't know because it kind of makes De- bethany look like maybe she... it's andy cohen <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean it, it, that actually is a much better suggestion right because bethany looks like like oh she didn't get her way and so now she's suing yeah definitely not her camp now that you think of it no so she is well i wonder if that'll ever get off the ground because you know once they come back from this strike She's not, she's already burned this bridge. I mean, would she even be interested in doing a reality show? I mean, maybe her way. Like, my reality stars, you know, don't get treated this way. And I make sure that they are taken care of and all of these steps are in in process. If she wants to be a producer or something like that, I just think, like, you know, better for her. Like, if she wants to be a part of this movement, great. But it's... uh, I, I would think if they're going to be successful, they need to move beyond just one person, mm-hmm. you know, like they're going to need a bunch of people from other shows, from other outlets, from other reality show projects right. that can come together. So it doesn't just seem like it's one person like, oh, this is Bethany's thing, because then it just lives or dies by Bethany, which mm-hmm. doesn't seem you know beneficial for like the larger discussion. Right. And, you know, she's. There are other people that are listed in the, in the lawsuit as yeah. well. She sort of is the one who spearheaded it. Uh, but the people from Bravo, they are not on board. I mean, those Bravo stars, they have a a limited amount of... I mean, they they can't really go off into other reality shows if they wanted to because they want to be seen as a real housewife because yeah. their whole persona is being rich and a society lady, yeah. really. That's what it is. So she pointed to stars from like The Bachelor, The Hills, who get paid peanuts, despite the fact that people watch old episodes from years gone by. So she's trying to reach from everywhere, like not just people that have done shows recently, but people in the past that just basically handed over their image. Yeah, she was using their examples sort of to say that this has been an ongoing problem since the very beginning, right? Yes, yes. And I think it's only getting worse from what it sounds like, you know, from when we talked to um, uh, Nick and Jeremy from Love is Blind. It looks like really drastic measures from their point of view have been taken, like sleep deprivation and, and just like plying them with alcohol. It'll be interesting to see where this lawsuit goes and the more stories that come out about this lawsuit, the things that led to it, because I think they'll be you know particularly shocking to the audience. Yeah, definitely. Dawn, thank you um, for that update. When we come back, I hear you have another update about somebody we both love and adore, Jeremy Allen White. He was out and about, but yeah. with his ex-wife this time? Again. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.